your girl TT from TT Talks. I'm so glad to be back behind the mic again to bring you some more bomb content. Now, before I fully jump into my show, I just want to shout out my brother Tremaine Lamar for his song that you just heard on the intro, Safer at Home, off the new EP he just dropped called Songs from Earth. It's such a dope conceptual project for this time, man. I I really love it. It's so beautiful. Uh, So make sure you check it out on all streaming platforms. I've been a bit on a hiatus between these seasons. COVID-19 has been an interesting time to say the least, and I'm a healthcare worker, so I'm deemed essential, and there's just so much that comes along with that. And then in the midst of all of this, I've lost two grandparents, and just everything that's been going on politically, socially, it has really just been a challenge. But, um, you know, I've been making sure to take time to to navigate all of this in a healthy way. and. Um, you know, I'm excited to share what that looks like as this season goes along. So make sure y'all stay on for the ride, all right? Now, before the shit hit the fan, <laughs> I traveled to Charleston, South Carolina to visit with my family from the Geechee Experience. Sister Akua Page and brother Chris Cato, they were on my last episode, episode 30. Make sure you are subscribed to the TT Talks YouTube channel because I will be dropping the video to my Geechee Experience real soon. But here's what my family had to say about their experience on TT Talks. So y'all talk about y'all experience on TT Talks. Listen, TT Talks, that's the um, the podcast to tune into. It was a great experience. You know, we just been flowing, you know, for like family. Yeah, and listen, she got the set up now. Listen, set up. She, listen, she come here doing the most because you know I ain't coming through the least. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say thank you all so much for your engagement with TT Talks Online, as well as in the TT Talks Facebook group. Thank you to all my patrons on Patreon. Uh, In this hiatus, I've been able to use those funds to hire folks for projects, as well as donate to community organizations. So thank you. It does not go unnoticed. Make sure you follow your girl on IG at TT Talks. Join my Facebook group, TT Talks. On Twitter, I'm at Miss, that's M-S-T-T-Talks. 
and subscribe to that YouTube channel, all right? Episode 31 is so long overdue. One of my sisters, Yafunlayo Wood Menzies, is in the house, virtually via Zoom. <laughs> She's an amazing woman, scholar, priestess, and has so many gifts to share with the world. And she and I recently collaborated on a guided meditation project, and we are gonna talk about that for sure. The completion of this project came right at a time where we all need to quiet our minds and get clear about what our next moves are, all right? Funlaya reached out to me about producing a guided meditation project she was creating and she wanted to bring it to life. I was so excited to work on it, yo. Not long after that, we recorded the vocal portion. Over the course of well over a year, I crafted the sound of the project around the vocals. It's been a long time coming, but it's here, and y'all are going to love it. Peace, fam. It's your girl, Titi, from TT Talks. I am so happy uh, to be in this space with my sister. We are so long overdue for this. So long, so long. So long overdue, overdue for this. Yes. But we are here. I said, oh, we are here, we are here, we give thanks. Listen, y'all, I'm so excited. This is one of my my good friends. We met in such a lovely serendipitous fashion several years ago now. Um, and we've been rocking ever since. I met her and literally a few weeks later, we linked up again in Nigeria. And uh, we shared a little whiskey and been buds ever since, so... So I'm so excited, and, and she has so many beautiful things that she has going on right now that we're going to go into, we're going to talk about. And she and I just uh, wrapped up on collaboration on a project, and we're going to talk a little bit about that at the end. And at the end of the show, y'all are going to get a lovely uh, a sa sample example of it. You're really going to enjoy it, so make sure y'all check it out. We'll give you all the info as we move along in the show. My sister, welcome. Yes, you are welcome. Thank you, thank you, Titi. Such an honor, oh, Ekaro, <laughs> sister, me. I'm just so honored to be with you. You know, I love TT talks. Baby. I rocks with you. I'm with Asha Ray all day too, baby. We ain't never came to do the least. Never. Nobody wants us to do the least. We are here to do the most always that's Ooh, right come on tell them always doing the most so tell i just you know first of, i just want to give you your props I, give you your props you. for thank being you. the podcaster producer extraordinaire just rocking it out in these spaces that you know black women sometimes are not found in as mm -hmm. much especially right. that production right. space that right. production space is you know very decidedly male so absolutely i have always admired you you know in that space making beats making soundscapes and mm -hmm. you know i'm just i'm already ready you know i'm ready to talk about that because i just want to big you up for that work thank but thank um, you boo yeah, no, it's just, it's so, um, it's incredible and it's important to see us in these various spaces and to know that we have all the resources that we need. Facts. We, in our community, we Absolutely. have women like you, we have women like me, we've got brothers, mm -hmm. we've got sisters doing everything doing that we need. 
And so the opportunity to collaborate just always mm-hmm. is phenomenal. And I'm just, I'm so grateful just to know you and to oh, thank get you. to rock Likewise. with you as a sister. Likewise, likewise. I just, I just keep telling people, man, I'm telling you my, I don't know what I did in my prior lives to get the tribe that I got in this one. I don't know what I did, but I'm glad I did it. Won't it be done? You (laughs) did your ebo in heaven. Ah, Hey. You did that, bro. You poured your honey. You poured your honey. You did Where's your prayer. Hey, Asha. Wow, wow, Listen. We did ebo, so we are being abundant. Right. Sacrifice. Right now. The sacrifice of it all. It's always yeah. about sacrifice. The current That's climate, right. everything is. What are you willing to sacrifice? No matter mm. what side of the coin you you are on, what are you willing That's to right. sacrifice? That's right. You know what and I mean. What has already been sacrificed, and what are we mm. gonna make of it? You Hello? know, that's why for me, Hello? this moment has been um, one where I have really been charged to do more, to do the most. Hello. Because, you know, we're in a moment where, you know, all we got is us. All we ever had was us. This idea- I've been saying that, that. we We all we got. That's it. Mm -hmm. This idea we don't support each other, that's nonsense. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody support us but us. Hello. If we didn't support each other, we wouldn't be here still. You know what I mean? That is all of the truth. On We're so in many an environment levels. that has been trying to destroy us from day one. Mm. If we did not rally around each other, right. we wouldn't still be here. Hello? Plain and simple. So understand, this is not new. We are not new to this. We true to this. We are true to mm-hmm. this revolution. We are true to this family business. Absolutely. This is what we've been doing. Our ancestors who were here and developed the system of hoodoo, our ancestors yes. who developed obia, our ancestors who developed lukumi and mm-hmm. Gandamble and mixed and remixed their traditions, mm-hmm. right? That has been here. This ain't yeah. new. So now they come in and saying, all right, babies, it's time to rise up. Enough is enough. Right. You know, so we are a part of that. And I'm just, I'm excited to be living right now. Absolutely. Excited to be living on earth with you. Baby. And the tribe, like you said, that we have is, is beautiful. Absolutely. Beautiful. And we just, we have to make the most of this. We cannot, we the worst thing that we could possibly do is pine to go back. Right. To quote unquote normal. Cause that ish was not normal. It wasn't normal. Right. The way that we've been living is not normal. Mm-hmm. Understand. So I am excited right now for the revolution. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I've, you know, I've, I've been, uh, I know my show is called TT talks, but you know, I have been kind of quiet and you know, there's been a lot going on just in my personal world on many levels, you know, I work in a hospital. So there's the, there's that, you know, grandfather passed away last month. My grandmother passed away last week. Um, so I've just mm-hmm. been extreme. And then the quarantine and just all of this energy, you know, Ibaye to my grandparents. Ibaye to room, yes. So um, I've been very quiet, you know, and, and so I, I've been super observant. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm in like a, a bit of a download phase. And so I'm receiving a lot of information right now. And, you know, when you're receiving a lot of information, you really don't want to be doing a lot of output because you need to be 
synchronizing the information. You need you need to be meditating, reflecting on that information. You need to be That's right. um, sitting in the energy of that information so that you know when it is time to do the output part, it, it's clear. It's not muddled with your own stuff. Right. Um. And and you can really just you know um you know deliver the message in, in a very pure way. And right, so, you know, you can't talk and listen at the same time. Hello. I sometimes what people don't recognize. Mm-hmm. You can't listen if you're talking. You cannot. So when you get into, and I'm glad you used that word download because the, the readings I was doing this morning, that's a word that kept coming up is mm. this idea mm. of, you know, sat down and take it in, take in what you're supposed to be receiving right now. Take in the messages take in the feelings understand the feelings if you're feeling anxious and agitated feel that for a moment Mm -hmm. and examine it sit with it because we tend to what we tend to do in this society what we've been trained to do is distract ourselves away from our feelings Mm -hmm. right so when we as soon as we get to feeling something it's like oh no let me go um, on social media tv something to distract myself from that feeling So the strongest thing we can do right now, as we have been in this mode of sitting down, is examine and go deep into those feelings, Mm -hmm. right? Go Mm -hmm. deep into them and see how they can be a catalyst for transformation. And I I truly believe that's why we're seeing what we're seeing right now in terms of especially the youth, kids, Mm -hmm. 17, 16, 14, Mm -hmm. right? Who a lot of people was out here saying and thinking where where, Mm -hmm. these kids are spoiled and they're this Mm -hmm. and that. No. They're the first generation that's going to do worse than their parents Mm -hmm. since we have been moving forward. And our generation is teetering on that because of the way that the society has been set up. Yeah. So the same way that those youth in the 60s and 70s and even further back felt like, look, we ain't got nothing to lose. Let's go for it. That's how these youth are feeling right now. Yeah. And so those of us in our 30s and 40s. You know, we are the intermediaries between them and that elder, elder generation. And we are being called in right now Mm -hmm. to be the big sisters, the big brothers, the auntie, the ones that help lead. You know, Mm -hmm. we are not necessarily meant to be the ones out there doing the the bodily work because that's absolutely the work of youth. absolutely but then when they come back we got to have them something to come back to absolutely uh, and right. i just want to interject real quick Nzinga, dr Nzinga. <laughs> yes she posted a video about that uh i want to say last week you know they were yes. having the protests um in uh tallahassee for um the police shooting of uh Tony McDade, uh, the trans man who was uh, killed in Tallahassee. And um, she is a college professor. So she has that type of uh, connection with that age range because they're her students. And she went out to the protest to just support her students, let her know that she's there. And she basically came back and got on Facebook Live and was just like, us? 30s 40s 50s her exact words were get off your ass and go support these kids i think Mm. that was her words but it was a it was a very i don't even know if it's still up but it was a very passionate video just compelling our age range to be like listen it ain't gonna be perfect they ain't gonna be perfect and there was a couple of posts uh i want to say it was from uh, uh chief latava and she basically was saying that a lot of 
young people are going to miss out on opportunities and mentor with some good elders looking for saints. And a lot of elders are going to miss out on some beautiful connecting and learning opportunities from the youth by looking for angels. Mm. She, she, she posted them in two separate posts and I was just like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. So much sense. Yeah. Yes, we have yes, to be, yes. you know, we have to be connected, you know, and, and I, and you're, you're a professor as well. So you have that. Um, I moonlight as a professor. Sometimes I, I am not, but I, you know, in rites of passage things, I kind of have that type of, uh, that, that yeah, cross pollination. You have a great rapport with the young people. I love the young people. I love, love the young kids. We love Got kids. too. Because like Pac said, if there ain't no hope for the youth, then the truth is there ain't no hope for the future. That's it. That is it. it. That's it. If you, if we don't support the youth, if we feel like they don't have hope, then what the, what do we got? Because they are children. Mm -hmm. In in African, in in Yoruba, there's no word for cousin. There's no word for, it's Mm -hmm. only parent, child, sister, brother. That's it. Yeah. that my brother connected. diallo just made a post about that in reference to uh ghana his experiences in ghana right right so we got to understand mm-hmm. that you know especially those of us who practice african spirituality mm-hmm. that this is not just about being at the shrine this is not just about praying and looking cute with beads and you know being called baba this or either that yeah. this is about this work this is about this work. This is about using these spiritual technologies for our liberation. Yeah. This is about releasing ourselves from white domination. Mm-hmm. I don't call it supremacy because that's the condition. Domination Absolutely. is a process. Right. And right. the process is continually happening. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, they have to continually work to dominate us. Yeah. Right. And that is the work that they're constantly Absolutely. doing. So we have to be about the constant work of liberation. Mm-hmm. Right. The constant work of understanding, quite frankly. And, you know, I keep sitting on it all day that if we're sending our kids to be educated by our oppressors, Malcolm told us this 50 years ago. He Come told on. Yeah. Why are any of us who have the mentality that we have still sending our kids to school to be educated by people who are not interested in their freedom or liberation? Mm-hmm. Right. And don't you know i understand that not everybody you know the the idea that not everybody has the means to do x y and z is there but that's not true we have all the means we need all we have to do is decide that this is the time to do it and understand the crucialness of it all the black business stuff that's going on we all should have been been, been, black been, we should have been done with these corporations that don't care about us we should have been you know what I'm saying? Supporting our brothers and sisters' businesses and doing all these things. And I'm happy to see it happening now, but I don't want to see it go back. When they say, let's go outside, now everybody running to Saks and Macy's and Tommy and all these other places trying to get, they, oh yeah, oh, we we out again? Don't make it so that you're only shopping with your brothers and sisters right. when you're in quarantine. Right. Come on now. Come, Come on. on now. Come Keep on, all baby. the dollars flowing because we... African-Americans, specifically in the United States, the amount of money we circulate is something like the eighth or ninth largest economy in the world. Mm -hmm. Just the money that we have Mm -hmm. and circulate. Mm -hmm. And imagine us circulating that back into each other constantly all the time. Mm -hmm. We can do it. We can do it. We We absolutely can. can. That's one of the reasons why I even have the TT Talks platform. If yes. anybody who's been following me, I done had black people on it that made movie, that have written books, 
that are making clothing whiskey. making whiskey that are clothing designers that are artists that are cultural ambassadors musicians everybody restaurant on black restaurant owners yes. like all on the show for this reason black people that are growing hemp yes come on and teach and teaching people how to grow hemp it's so I, that's the whole reason I even have it so that this information can be disseminated because there's kind of a that's disconnect right. between sometimes what people are doing and then getting the information out to everyday people you right, know what I'm saying right. it just the, the the translation of information from one group to the next because you know as we always hear all the time we're not a monolith we're kind of have our own bubbles and, and enclaves which is fine everybody's like that it's cool you know what I mean I love the Isla Massive I'm very clear that we are uh, similar in many ways. And I'm very clear that they have their own sacred identities. And right. you know you know what I mean? And and it's just And that we've always energy. been that way always. as Africans. Right. We've always been cosmopolitan. Right. We've always moved around the continent. We've always learned mm -hmm. each other's languages. Yes. We've always asked each other when we enter each other's spaces, what is sacred here? Yeah. Because yeah. we've understood that what your shrine looks like may be different than what my shrine looks like. Mm -hmm. So when I walk into a space, I can't assume I know. I say, what is sacred here? How do I interact with your space? Mm -hmm. That is how we as Africans do. We don't say, oh, that space is different. I can't go there. Right. We say, oh, when I go there, I have to ask, how do I interact with this space? Mm -hmm. Right. And so understanding that, yeah, we, again, we are all we got across the board, whether we're in the Caribbean, whether we're here in the States, whether we're in Europe, wherever we are as people of African descent, we have a common destiny. We have a common destiny. Yeah. And so the sooner we, we, you know, really, really understand that. And then we've had, you know, folks telling us Pan-Africanism and all of these ideologies have been around forever. And so it's really just a matter now of tapping into it in that real, real substantive way where we are able to, you know, sustain economically, where mm -hmm. we have these farms, where we have our clothing manufacturers, where we have the things that we need to sustain ourselves. And again, we already have them. We just have to continue building the network. So. I love yeah. what you do. This is one of the reasons TT Talks is my favorite podcast. Hello. Because I always know I'm going to find out about some folks in the community doing everything that there is to do. Some older siblings, some younger siblings doing every kind of everything. And definitely, you know, those who are listening who might be new, go on back through the archives and find out what all the brothers and sisters are doing because this is important. You know, these are the podcasters, y'all are the modern day griots. You're capturing the history, you're capturing the stories mm -hmm. of our people and mm -hmm. it's important and it's important and it's a part of our epistemology. It's a part of our knowledge production and the way that we continue to pass knowledge and interact with one another. So, more grease to your able. Hey, keep doing it. Thank keep you. doing it. Thank you. Thank you. Keep you keep doing, doing it most. too. And yes, because we didn't come here to do the least. And then, and listen, speaking of doing the most, I, I I just need you to talk a little bit about yourself and what you do. Cause it's just, y'all don't even understand. This is a, <laughs> this is a, she, first of all, she's a Harlem girl. Harlem world all day, every day. You know, Represent all day you gotta listen listen i i know and love new yorkers enough to know you got to give them room to rep day situation okay we gonna let you, you know rep i gotta 
gotta do it because Brooklyn be getting all the love. But remember, Harlem World was the original black mecca, Apollo Theater, all the stars and the folks that's coming out. Yeah, you know I'm saying uptown money making Manhattan all day in the building, baby. <laughs> we gonna let New Yorkers do what they do. I'm just gonna sit here and 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 and, and let it be great because I enjoy it personally. <laughs> I'm glad you do because you I know. enjoy it personally. You know, I have a love hate relationship with with New York. I love 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 New York, and I hate 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 New York. But I think everybody feels that way, you know, about New York. But you know, it's such a special place. It's it is. Such I a mean, and, and honestly, place. I've even I get it because I had yeah. to leave. You know, yeah. I'm I'm out here in California right now, and I had moved to Philly before that. Um, unfortunately, it has. It's just it's a constant it's a concentration of people. That's yeah. really mm-hmm. a lot of what it is. When so many people are in a space, you know, me and especially as a spiritual person, and I, I want to say this, you know, to anybody else who may be feeling this way, living in an urban space, it came there came a point, especially as a spiritual person, where I just couldn't take all that energy all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I stopped being able to even get on the subway at a certain mm-hmm. point because it was just like. You know, I would feel overwhelmed by the energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it was like, I have to shift out of this. I have to shift to someplace that's a little bit quieter, right. where I can kind of focus and not be around all of that energy if I choose not to, you know? And, and so, um, yeah, I understand it. I understand it. It's always home, but I definitely understand the, the need to shift you know, and, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for always being able to go back home and appreciate it for a minute and then be like, all right, y'all, right. <laughs> see you next time. Right. That's my whole, I tell people all the time, like, you know, New York for four days or less is like, yo, yo, I love New York. I'd be bouncing around. I love it. Love it. Day five, I'd be like, oh, right. It's time to go immediately. Right. I need to go immediately. <laughs> immediate the first four days bliss i'd be like i'm from new york like i'm from new york and shit i'm not but day five (laughs) but for the same reasons it's very overwhelming and um you know you know i'll be trying to get your rest and you know some dominicans playing some 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 bachata at 3 a.m and i'm like you know they say the city that never y'all y'all niggas never sleep we mean we okay. mean that <laughs> y'all don't sleep y'all, oh, y'all need to go to sleep okay um <laughs> yeah, we go to bed in florida we go to bed okay right but florida no. <laughs> y'all get your rest yeah we get rest you know what i'm saying but well, you know that's my second home so i'm all oh, yeah. about the rest oh yeah you know i i'm you know i, I always got to give big shouts to my Tallahassee fam. I love it. Fam, you, you know, and, and I all love of my it. folks down there. That was really where I came of age. And in fact, speaking mm. of this moment right. that we're in, that was where Tallahassee yeah. was the place that I attended my first real rally. And I will tell oh, you wow. what it was for a little bit of history because many of us Speak may not even it. realize the FAFSA form, the Federal Application for Student Aid, Back in about 1997 is when they decided to add the question that's currently on the form about drug offenses. Mm-hmm. And if you'll notice, that is the only type of offense that's asked about. 
So you could be a murderer, you could be any other type of offender. You don't get asked about that. You only get asked about drug offenses. Why? Mm-hmm. Because, of course, we, people of color, Black people, are much more likely to be convicted of, not to commit, but to be convicted of drug offenses. And so it was clearly a way to disenfranchise young Black folks who may have ever, especially young Black men, who may have ever got caught in, up, up, caught up in the system to be disenfranchised from the educational system. Mm-hmm. We marched on the Tallahassee Capitol to try to prevent this from happening. Mm-hmm. Students protested and demonstrated all around the country. Unfortunately, in the end, that particular protest did not, you know, they still did what they felt like doing. But, you know, all of this to say that, you know, these, there has been movement. I have seen some people saying like, what does this mean? What What's the purpose of marching? And what's the, you know, what does it do? Right. Understand that change has been made. Mm-hmm. Laws have already been changed in certain states. Um, the the um, the uh, the law against um, no knock um, entries and warrants has been passed, right? In Kentucky, these like so don't think that this does not have a an effect. Even if you know, because I could have easily gotten discouraged. Like, okay, that one protest I participated in, it didn't have the desired effect. I ain't don't do this no more. Right. Right. But no, we have to understand. As Ifa says, no one knows the beginning and the end of all things. And so all that we have to do is continue to do the work that we do, but understand that we can and do affect change and that what the youth are doing right now is affecting change. And so, you know, as as we've touched on, you know, just supporting and understanding that we do have the power, even the the Odu of this year, Ogbe Alara mm-hmm. says mm-hmm. that no matter what has happened in the past, we have to still claim victory now. Actually. No matter what has gone on, we cannot mm-hmm. use past failures as a measure of what's going to happen in the future. So that's just, you know, we're just being called on right now. And, and I, I just was called to share that because that was a moment that I, you know, in terms of thinking about the trajectory of myself where I could have been discouraged and said, I'm not doing this anymore, but it actually gave me a new resolve Mm. and a new feeling of, okay, if they don't do what they want to do in this system, then let's get out of it. Let's create our own system. Let's create our own schools, our own everything where we don't have to call on them for their money or, 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 or be subject to, the, the, the impositions that they are placing upon us as a society. And so that led me to, you know, being who I am now and to the place where we are at now, where I'm, I'm very, you know, the main thing I would, I would like to highlight in terms of what I'm doing right now is just this past week, we have launched Ashe Iray Community. Yes which is our community university where we are bringing the university to the community independently, all black, everything, scholars, um, the best teachers from around the community and around the country and the world. Right now we have Baba John Mason teaching a course, wonderful scholar of Arisha studies, mm. TT Talks family. Y'all going to be the first ones to hear right now Uh-oh. that we have on deck for our next cycle of classes, the great Baba Renuko Rashidi ah, to teach. Yes. 
Yes, on the global African experience. That is amazing. I, I yes, can't um, wait to 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 be witness and participate in that. That sounds awesome. Ashe. Yes, He's, he man. has been I'm, just I'm, a consistent, powerful uh, educator for the community who, for decades and decades and decades, decades. has consistently, um, with detailed precision just gone around the world collecting history artifacts accounts just documenting our history connecting a lot of dots uh a lot of things that are some of our elder historians um maybe it it wasn't all the way correct because remember they were working with the information they had with the technology that they had at that time and the beautiful thing about science is as the co- technology continues to grow, you can continue to get more and more accurate with um, right. with the story and, and with all the clues that are left behind. So what's happening right. is our current historians like Baba Rashidi are filling in a lot of the gaps and, and giving some good information. So make sure y'all, um, if you're not familiar with who Baba uh, Renoko Rashidi is, uh, Google him. He has tons of literature, tons of YouTube videos of him, yes. um, tons of books, and just uh, you know support our scholars too. You know we're in the information age now, where thankfully uh, my sister is just like she said, bringing it to the community. I think that's kind of one of the challenges that we've had is a lot of our academic work hasn't really been able to trickle down into a way that is easily digestible and and functional for everyday round the way people and and now we're at the age where it's a lot more possible to do that and now that you kind of can create your own spheres instead of having to rely on other entities um we really can be able to just administer information and be in true exchange with each other and really learn from each other um because just like you said we all we got we need each other everybody has a lane everybody has something uh valuable to contribute and something to add it doesn't matter if you have a phd it doesn't matter if you don't have a a ged it doesn't matter right you know we need to have more um you know uh, title consciousness and class consciousness about how we're moving with each other and 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 really be in a space of humility on both sides being able to listen on both sides so that you know we can um continue to progress and and really um galvanize with this energy you know that's been going on right now the supercharge you were talking about i felt the same way watching uh dave Chappelle's special that he he dropped on us i I feel like he's in that moment too energetically yeah, um, because yes. that was just that was an instant classic. Is an instant classic. My goodness, that was the best twenty five right. minutes I've had in a minute. Right, right, and I mean, this is the beauty part. I think we are really seeing these energy portals open. We are really seeing the genius of ourselves coming to bear in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Understanding. Who comedians are? Why I yeah. I love stand up comedy. Me too. Because they are, especially Black comedians, the Creoles, right? The mm-hmm. ones, especially the ones who really take it in. The musicians, the comedians, 
They yeah. are telling the stories. They are saying the things that other people won't say. They are making it funny so you can laugh, but then you still take that, ooh, that little, you know, you feel mm -hmm. that little thing in the pit of your stomach when you finish laughing. Mm -hmm. It's to make you think. Um, and so, yeah, just it's, this is, this is a moment that we all absolutely, I feel need to take the most advantage of for ourselves, absolutely. especially us as black folks, as a people to really understand, you know, and renew our connections. And so that is really why I was called in this moment and trust, you know, like you said, I, you know, I was doing many other things, um, but this is a sacred duty right now mm -hmm. um, in order to be able to bring the voices of the elders because our elders won't be here with us always, right? In order to give them an opportunity because many of them, especially in this climate, you know, if they're used to doing a lot of live events and traveling and speaking and are not able to do that now, you know, this is also providing an opportunity for them to continue to disseminate their information. So somebody like Baba Renuko, for example, a lot of his time is spent take actually taking people on tours mm -hmm. to these places mm -hmm. that he speaks about in his writings. But um, with that not being possible at the moment, it has presented a challenge. So I feel really blessed to be in a position to help him offer this trip around the world to the community where they mm -hmm. can travel virtually, where they can learn about the African presence in, of course, starting on the continent and then branching out into Asia, Europe, the South Pacific, the Americas, yeah. Um, yeah. looking at the Nile Valley, looking at women's contributions. Um, and so, you know, for me, when even as I started grad school at Harvard, 10 years ago now, which is like, wow, well, it was 10 years right. ago that I started, um, and completed, you know, a few years ago, part of my whole ethos as I started there was that, dang, you know, this stuff that I'm learning is for the people. This mm -hmm. is not for mm -hmm. this ivory tower. This is not for me to just sit around discussing it with other academics. How can I bring this to the people? And so that is actually when my then blog, Ashe Ray, was born. Um, and Ashe Ray, which has now evolved into my Orisha temple, into the community, started off. And so I want everybody, you know, I'm telling this story because I want to encourage you to, no matter how you start, right? You, mm -hmm. it, everything can just grow and, and expand into a degree, but it's taking that first step. So the first step was just blogging and saying, yeah. hey, I want to share the information that I'm learning here at Harvard University with my community because you should not have to come to Harvard or go to any other right. PWI in order to gain information about yourself. Mm -hmm. So let me share what I'm learning. And from there, it expanded into um, me doing a fellowship actually at the Center for the Study of World Religions there at Harvard. And while I was doing that fellowship, I had the opportunity to organize a uh, day-long symposium, which was on the topic of sacred healing and mm -hmm. wholeness mm -hmm. in Africana traditions. And so out of that uh, conference came the formation of the African and Diasporic Religious Studies Association, which is my the scholarly association that we founded in order to 
do two things. First, to encourage us as scholars and practitioners of Africana religions to interface with each other more, but also to bridge this gap between the scholars and the community to really bring the scholarship out, you know, so we've been hosting annual conferences since 2012, mm -hmm. bringing both one thing that was very important to me and which is why um, it was really great to have Baba John as one of our keynotes, he's been our keynote twice now, is that we don't only want to privilege Eurocentric knowledge, we don't only want to privilege those who have degrees from these particular types of institutions, we want to privilege all of the knowledge of our community, mm -hmm. all of those who have been doing the work, doing the research out here. And so um, being able to bring these elders in front of the community, being able to myself teach, I'm teaching Yoruba language. We're going to have more African language courses mm -hmm. in the university. Yeah. We will have uh, spiritual development. We will have priestly ethics because the Rama, 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 Rama. Folk need to understand the ethical principalities, what you supposed to be doing, what's right and what ain't right. Because uh, um, the reckoning is coming from the mothers. Y'all hear all these birds out here. The reckoning is coming from the mothers. Okay, we can't, we can't keep doing stuff the way we've been doing it. You know, like Brother Michael said, you're doing wrong. They gonna lock you up for too long. Are you doing wrong? Hey, if you're doing wrong, they gonna lock you up. The mothers is coming to lock them up. So what you gonna do when doing, they come for you? What you gonna do? We if with the ones that are doing wrong, listen, the reckoning's coming. So all of these types of courses, um, professional development, everything. I'll be teaching public speaking for priests. Um, and for, not just for priests, for anyone in the community who wants to share their knowledge, right? This is not, and one of the other things that was important about this is that we are in a state of evolution in our traditions, mm -hmm. okay? We have to understand that our traditions came here to the Americas in bondage. They came in duress. They yeah. came under persecution. They came under oppression. And so we had to hide things then we had to hide things then. We had to craft even more levels and layers of access. We had to create barriers because it was a matter of life and death. Mm -hmm. I speak about how we often excluded our children from practice because children couldn't be trusted. If a child said the wrong thing at the wrong time, it could be life or death. Mm -hmm. So children were you know, kind of excluded from some of these practices. And I say all of this to say, that was necessary then because of the environment that we were in then. We cannot continue to operate that way and believe that our traditions will continue to thrive and evolve. We must evolve in the same way that our ancestors on Cuban, the island of Cuba said, listen, in order to keep this tradition, we have to change it a little bit. We have to evolve it to fit these circumstances. The same way that our ancestors here in the U.S. said, listen, now we have this thing of Christianity being pushed on us, but let's look below the surface and see what the part is that connects to our mandate, to our phone, to our other, um, to our sensibilities as Africans, right? So all of that to say that this is a state that we're in now. 
of taking it to the next level mm -hmm. of understanding that we don't have to create any wrecked barriers to entry that in fact we should be breaking those barriers down and we yeah. should want everybody if i could give everybody a rogation and some elekes today to come under this protection and just to have that feeling and being connected i would right like this is not a clique it's not a club it's not something to try to exclude people from you can't exclude people from god right and i feel that there's too many of us unfortunately who try to do that because mm -hmm. we want to you know when you've been downtrodden when you've been oppressed you want to feel special you want to feel like you know something that don't nobody know you want to yeah. feel like you have access to something that other people don't have access to and i understand that but the ethos that Ashe Ray has always been and will forever be that God and Arisha and is for everybody. That we have these principles in us. And it doesn't mean, now don't get me wrong, I don't mean running around doing whatever, 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 because there's still rules to engagement and there's still systems in place. But the point being that teaching the people, the everyday people who are not necessarily going to be running to get initiated, who are not going to leave the church immediately, who are not going to do all of these dramatic things that some of us have done. You know how we go to Naija and we do all the things that we do. Not everybody is going to be in a place to do that. And it's not everybody's destiny to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we have to bring the power of this information is in the epistemology the power of this information is in the understanding of self. And that is something we all need. And so that is why, you know, I share as freely as I do. Ashe Iray is to my knowledge at this point, the only Arisha temple that has weekly services every week, every single Sunday, we are together for the public, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just for the people who are initiated into the house. This is for the public. Anybody can come and worship and feel the power and connect and call on their ancestors. We have midweek services now, right? Because the spirit said, especially right now, once a week wasn't enough, right? So I, as many people know, were raised by two pastors. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that my hoodoo ancestors, you see, I got my hajan on, one of my, my hoodoo ancestors in all the course of this running in Nigeria and stuff was like, wait a minute, baby, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't forget mama and daddy right here. Cause my roots here on this land go deep. I've gone back five generations and I ain't left the U.S. yet. Baby, listen, I didn't been back 17. Mm. Mm. 17. Mm. And you know what was crazy? He was a Yoruba man too. Wow. Wow. See? See they bring what I mean? it back. Listen. They, they listen. They tapping on, on us. That's what's happening. That's why so many of us are being brought into this fold mm -hmm. right now. They and that's why our elders us. are leaving. Like they're leaving. Cause they like, look y'all, it's time for y'all to do it. It's time for y'all to do it. That's, ooh, come on now, Ogbe Alara. That's one of the messages of Ogbe Alara that the time comes when the fathers and the mothers can no longer do the work for you. That we have to stand up and do what it mm -hmm. is time for us to do. Mm -hmm. We are the elders. We are the ones that the youth are looking to, whether we think so or not. Mm -hmm. Understand that if you 40, like me, somebody 17, 15, 20 is looking at you and saying you're an elder. 
Mm-hmm. Right? They're looking at you. They watching you. They're waiting to see what you're going to do because we are that bridge. They're not going to go to somebody who's 70. They're going to come to you because you still have a foot in that. And so that's why, you know, I really, I teach the way I do. I quote from all of our hood scholars. I quote Pac, I quote Biggie, mm-hmm. I quote, you know, um, Soleil, I quote Eve, I quote Oshun Femi, Wambi, and Jerry. I quote mm-hmm. all of those who are bringing knowledge. Kari J, I'm dropping, you know, all of the folks who are out here bringing knowledge because Africans have always seen knowledge as a communal thing. Yeah. Knowledge was not meant to be hoarded. Knowledge was not meant to be locked away. It was meant to be protected. Absolutely. Right? That's why there are levels of access, but it was always communal. It was always communal. And so that is just the ethos of Ashe Ray. That is the ethos of the African and Diasporic Religious Studies Association, which are my two primary arms. And that is the ethos of Ashe Ray Community. And of course, it is the ethos behind the beautiful project that we just completed together of Arisha Prayer and Meditation, because the whole purpose of me developing that meditation system was to enable and to assist people who may have no knowledge or experience with Arisha in connecting to some of these paradigmatic universal energies that they represent, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? The things that they represent to go beneath the surface, to go beyond the colors and the beads and the, you know, and even the idea that we're you have to learn something because I feel that a lot of times in African spirituality, there's a lot of focus. And again, of course, because we don't know, people focus a lot on learning. Okay, where's a book? How can I write down? Tell me this information that I need to know. As opposed to connecting and understanding mm-hmm. that religion, spirituality, whatever we call it, is first an experiential thing. Mm-hmm. It's first an experiential thing. It is not an intellectual exercise but it is about feeling. It is about feeling. And so in developing this, what I call Arisha focal meditation technique, the whole purpose was to invoke the feeling, to let you feel that energy of peace. If we are invoking Obatala, Mm -hmm. to let you feel that energy of rootedness and making choices if we're talking about Eshu, yeah. to let you feel that energy of the beating of the heart, if we're talking about Ogum, to feel the energy first, mm-hmm. right? not to intellectualize it and talk about it, yeah. but to feel it, to feel it. So, you know, it, it just, that transformed, it actually started as a live process. So when I was doing, uh, when I was doing that fellowship at the Center for the Study of World Religions, they actually opened up a meditation series that several different meditation teachers from different traditions were teaching it. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, hmm, you know, I, it made me think about meditation in Ifarisha tradition. What do we have that could be considered a form of meditation? And of course, we do many things, right? Even as we pray, as we chant, those are mantras, those yeah. are vibrations of ashe that are charging our bodies in a Mm -hmm. certain way Mm -hmm. um and so i said well how can we go even deeper and even more into this and how do i bring it to people who may not have experienced this before 
And so that is really where um, the, the technique of Arisha Focal Meditation was born, yeah. where we take people on a journey to the natural surrounding or into the feeling mm-hmm. that in a particular Arisha is meant to connect with. Yeah. And we allow you to go on that journey. And mm. um, let yes. me just say, journey, I journey. need everybody to know, I need to say this for the public, that nobody... I'm looking right in the camera. Nobody but TT, nobody could have done this project with me for it to come out the way that it did. So if y'all ain't heard the, you gonna hear it in a minute, but just, I just want to thank you with every fiber Ah, of my being. Receive, receive. I want to give you the honor and the gratitude to your ori mm. because baby bless you the boo. soundscapes the bless soundscapes you, this started off like i said we used to do it in person i had a core group of about 10 8 to 10 women who would come and i would guide them with my voice and then when we and and for years let me tell you and again i want to say this to encourage everybody who might have been working on something and wondering if it was going to come to fruition i developed this meditation technique in 2011. people been asking me about recordings since then and it was my intention since then to record this right right time and space and everything Mm -hmm. you know did what it did and even we recorded it what almost two years ago the original tracks mm-hmm. the vocal that i put down mm-hmm. and then we so i want you to understand how much ashe went into this process how every sound when i heard i mean you know when you when you when you collaborate especially as a virgo yes and you know and yes. a child of obatala yeah so you already know those exacting standards and just you wonder you know is it how is it gonna be what is it going to be like? And I really just, you know, recorded the the narration and then turned it over to TT and said, you know, I trust your Ori, I trust your spirit. Here's generally what I have in mind and let's see what spirit brings. And when I tell y'all her Ori <laughs> opened <laughs> up that every single sound that you hear in these meditation soundscapes was so thought out is so intentional Mm -hmm. is so well placed just so it took the narration of the of the meditation just up to a whole other level even for me as the person who is narrating now listening back to what that soundscape added so i just want to thank you again and just give you so much love and energy so many props for just thank you so much letting your Mm, yes just letting that spirit lead Mm. letting the spirit lead so yes a focal meditation takes you on this journey um we this one for volume one you know volume two is already in the works because you know how the spirit do but volume one we have meditations on there for a shoe a wound a shroom and Obatala. It's an hour of meditations. It takes you on a spiritual journey into each of these places. So with Eshu, you are taken on a journey down the path. With Ogun, you are taken on a journey into the forest to find a hidden treasure. 
with Oshun, you're taken down by the riverside. Mm -hmm. Olokun, you go into the waters and come out changed. Mm -hmm. And Obatala, of course, Ebausa has to take us up to the mountaintop. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Those bells, let me tell you, and it's not only because I'm a child of Obatala, of course, you know, every track I love, but that Obatala track. Yeah, that's my favorite. You know, if, if, if I can step into the role of interviewer for just a moment, what's up? <laughs> I need you to just talk to the people about your process because yeah. it just, I'm, it's mind blowing, TT. I don't think you understand. And when people have been talking to me about their experience with it, mm -hmm. like they're like, you know, a oh, nurse this... came up to me Friday and said she listened to the Obatala track and she was like, oh my gosh, I, it was. Oh, I, I, I told my husband, this is, whoa, you know what I mean? She caught me in the hallway, at, mm. you know, at work and just was telling me she she stumbled on it and listened to it. So, I mean, I don't know what my process was. I it The process was long. I, I kind of would, I listened to it because we recorded your vocals. She and I recorded the vocals. She was in Tallahassee and we just sat up in my room literally all day and recorded the vocal part and um for two years i kind of ruminated over it with the sounds and i just kind of would form uh sound templates that was the first thing that i did i formed a sound mm -hmm. template based on what you said based on the imagery imagery and um then i would i would send you the template and you would be like yeah i like the template and then i would just kind of build around it from there and just add sounds as I needed as as you know what you know what fit with who I went back to a lot of recordings that I did you know uh, when I was in Nigeria there's a lot of uh, drum sounds from um, uh, from Abiyakuta there's a lot of drum sounds from Ilefe uh, which is where the Obatala bells came there are even some drums from um, from Ghana you know yes. um that Oshun meditation mm, with them big mama drums bringing it yeah in. Oh, it just yeah 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 so every sound it's just i mean like i said it's just mind-blowing it's so when you came with that sound for the breaths even that you know that's not something i mm -hmm. said that mm -hmm. was you you know i, I yeah so how did that even come? Did, was there a moment when, when that came to you? Um, I think I liked that sound for, um, I think that sound was originally in the Obatala sound template. Uh, but I decided to use it for something else. I was like, it sounds very airy and very breezy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I was just like, let's use it to cue breath. I don't know. I had it as something and I had somebody listen to it and, and they were just like, I like that it cues you to breathe. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ah, that was good feedback. So I left it to cue you to breathe. So that's how that even came out. And uh, just real quick, shout out to uh, Outlaw Beats for yes. his, uh, his, his mastering and, and doing the final mix down. Um, I asked him, I said, just make it really warm uh you know make it very open uh make it very uh make it vibrate you know what i'm saying give it a very yes. big wide open stereo sound and uh he delivered so thank you so much outlaw beats for yes. putting the final polish on it uh yep, at the very end delivered. 
y'all delivered delivered beyond beyond and it let me know too you know working with you was such a beautiful process because it let me know that when you put the right people in position you just gotta step back and trust their process Mm -hmm. you can't you know once you have once you say i'm trusting you to do this once you put your trust there you have to just step back and trust the process and let it go i i wasn't you know so i say this for all collaborators i wasn't over tt shoulder every day okay when you gonna finish and it's taking too long and especially when you're working with spirit like this Mm -hmm. you have to trust the process Mm -hmm. you have to trust the process and you know it taught me because again virgo obatala i can be a little bit of a control freak and there definitely were those moments when you know i was like okay it's taking too long or what are we gonna (laughs) and i had to you know i worked to quiet those voices and then look at the moment right that was created Mm -hmm. when this project dropped it was right at the beginning of the pandemic right at the beginning of everything that we're facing in this moment when peace calm tapping into universal energy has been needed the most Mm -hmm. right on time right on time they don't always come when you want them but they always right on time that's it y'all know i was raised in the church true so don't i breaks out into gospel listen all day all day all day um but yes it, it it and the thing about it is from the other side of this when people put their trust in you to do something you gotta knock it out of the park you gotta knock it out of the park okay people you gotta knock it out of the park you have to show up show up you have to show up and you have to uh be excellent in what you're doing um because you know when people put their trust in you and you drop the ball baby you ain't gonna have too many more chances to uh rectify that Yes. You Look, know. Come on, talk to the people. Look, y'all getting professional development today. You're getting spiritual development. You're getting all of it. That's what TT Talks be all about. That's what it's all real. about. That's what you it's all about. Step. You can't have step. If when people put their trust when you're collaborating, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be that weak link in the chain, especially mm-hmm. if we're talking about relying on each other, because that's what breaks a lot of our trust and relying on each other Absolutely. that's why you have folks say oh black folks and and all the things they say which i never subscribe to correct but you know just that idea that we each have a responsibility to each other mm-hmm. to be yes, we do. the best that we can be to be the most excellent that we can be that doesn't mean trying to be anybody else correct. or do what anybody else does correct, correct. it means searching in yourself and literally asking yourself every day am i being the best that i can be am i showing up for those who put their trust in me in the best way that i can and if you can honestly answer both of those two questions and say yes that's it because you Mm -hmm. can't do nothing more than that correct you can't do anything more than be your best and strive to be the best that you can be not only for yourself but for those who rely on you absolutely that's it you know that is it and you 
embody that, which is why I knew I didn't have to worry. You know, that Ogun energy, you know, Ogun. Yes. He wants to do it right. It must be straight. It must be right. It must be just. It must be true. So, you know, that, that Ogun. It must be energy. just so. Just so precise, you know. Mm -hmm. If you've ever witnessed the sacrifice for Ogun, you know, it's one blow. Okay, Ogun don't come back and efficiency. To, uh, one blow. Efficiency. <laughs> Efficient. Efficiency. And this right here, this right here, this right here, it hit with the one blow of peace, of yeah. just calm, of clarity, of, of goodness. Yes, so yes, we, yes. I'm so excited for you, it to be in the community. You hear, you hear, you hear how she's talking it. now. You hear how she's talking. Tell the people where they can find it. The full project. Yes. yes, yes, absolutely. So you can find the full project and everything else related to me at asheiray.com. That is A-S-E-I-R-E.com. If you are a Bandcamp user already, you can find the project on Bandcamp, Iyafunayo, I-Y-A-F-U-N-L-A-Y-O.bandcamp.com. So those Bandcamp users, please, I would love for you to, you know, take a listen, add us as, you know, become a fan, keep in touch, join the mailing list, stay in touch with everything because the mm -hmm. things that we put mm -hmm. out at Ashe Ray are for the community. They Absolutely. are really for everybody. We invite you to join us for prayer and meditation every Sunday morning. Join us midweek on Wednesdays. You know, spirit has just really been pushing for me to just put this medicine out into the community you know this is what's needed just flow energy out flow it out let it flow through me mm. right this this idea and i've heard this and i want to share this because this changed some of even my understanding this idea of being a vessel right that we often hear is is a stagnant energy in certain ways Right? If you're a vessel, that means you're just holding whatever is being right. placed in. But this idea of being a conduit, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I don't mm -hmm. want to be a vessel. I always want to be a conduit mm -hmm. through which things are flowing, through which the mm -hmm. energy flows, through which goodness can flow, through mm -hmm. which every blessing that I get, I can now pour back out. I don't want to hold it. As the vessel, the vessel holds. I don't want to hold it. It's flowing out. Mm -hmm. So as spirit brings things to me, they just flow out into the community. And I, you know, nothing makes me happier than to be able to do that. I love it. I love it. I love it. And also on the TT Talks website, there's also a link directly to uh to the to the project. Yes, Either so. way, check it out. Uh, we have a couple of sample tracks on YouTube, on Ashe Ray's channel, on TT Talk's channel on YouTube. So there's yes. a lot of ways for you to be able to access and kind of get a preview of it and listen. And if the spirit moves you, you go ahead and purchase it too. Hello. Yes, oh, yes, oh. Hello. Because we know that Ire Owo is the first blessing. Ire Owo, Ire Omo, Ire Aiku. Those are the three cardinal blessings. And Owo comes first, not because we worship it, right? Money, wealth, the means, right? I don't even like to say money for mm -hmm. Owo. And 
owo understand what owo also means is hand, hand. Mm-hmm. so your work right the money and work that go together in order to create any process in order to create a world that you want to bring mm-hmm. omo children into mm-hmm. and a world that you want to live long in mm-hmm. because let's be clear look our ancestors are clear we only want to live long if we're living well mm-hmm. that's why ire aiku is the last of those blessings mm-hmm. says yes if we are living well if we have the wealth that we need to live well if we have the children that we need to carry on our legacy then we pray to live long if not maybe go on back to the spiritual realm and let it start again yeah right so our peoples are realists they are realists about our cycles of life they are realists about our positions mm-hmm. that's one thing i always want to stress is that we are brilliant we are geniuses of sociology we are geniuses of psychology mm-hmm. even our communalism is a mm-hmm. psychological tool Mm-hmm. because what's the first thing that people want to do when they're depressed isolate themselves mm-hmm. african culture does not allow you to do that mm-hmm. you stay in your room you go to nigeria and try to stay in your room if you want to somebody will come to the do- hello what what is going on what's wrong with you why do you not come out today come eat come now come 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 <laughs> ah, you are upset why what's the matter hey, okay right that they're is a fact That is the fact. They wouldn't even let me like do a little fast one day. It was it was a it was some hullabaloo cuz I just wanted to chill. I was like I had a lot of meat and starch. You know what? I'm just going to go to the market get some oranges. I'm just going to eat like six seven oranges today and just drink water. That's what I'm thinking in my mind just to kind of let my system relax and be hydrated and whatever. Uh-uh. Wait me more. You are you are not going to eat. No, 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 my mom fine. I got my I got my oranges and ah It's no food. Yeah, no, I'm So you want to eat food again. You you just like to take orange. Eh. So okay. you you do not want food. I was like I I have some food. I'm going to eat my orange dream or whatever. So you are not eating food. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was just like, "Oh, hey, wait. Next thing I know, I hear in the back, I hey, when me more sick. She's sick." I was like, "I when did I I'm say not I was sick?" <laughs> when you say I was sick. I'm sick. I wasn't aware. Like, Lord, I'm, I'm sick. I didn't even know I was sick. I wasn't aware. <laughs> but, you know, but I'm and, and I'm poking a little fun uh just and bringing a little levity to just to just to bring home what she was saying about the communalism of it all. You know, right. uh, uh, about the importance of um connection. When you feel in the need to isolate yourself, that's when I try to uh connect a little bit more. I try right. to do that. I started to do because I started to feel myself getting sucked into the isolation from quarantine. I started to do something called a Rona roundup mm. where I get on my iPhone and just f- randomly FaceTime people. Just boop, run around up. How are you doing? And the people be like, "Hey, that's how I looked at first. Hey, now, you know, two, three months into this thing, everybody like, Rona Roundup! They waiting. They They ready. Waiting on the Rona Roundup. New normal. Hello. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, so I appreciate you bringing up that point about the communalism. We just have to fashion it, configure it, and update it for the times. That's right. As long as we are staying at the core value of maintaining in tune with each other maintaining connection 
uh, maintaining that type of um, interhuman intimacy, you know, that, that is so essential for our, uh, our, our, our well-roundedness and our development as human beings. And yeah, it's our in, well-being. In our well-being. Our well-being. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We are social animals. Exile is death yes. for any human being. Yes. All right. So we are social. We are supposed to all this individualism. Understand that is the biggest, most destructive thing that seed that was sown into us, mm-hmm. to be honest, because our power comes from each other. Mm-hmm. Even amongst Orisha traditions, um, Baba John was talking so beautifully about how our traditions are multivalent on purpose. Mm-hmm. There are 400 plus one, which means infinite Orisha on purpose, because that means that new beings, new paradigms, right? Which is what the Orisha represent can always be created to deal with any situation that may arise on earth. Mm -hmm. There is no human condition past, present, or future that Ifa as a system cannot understand or encompass because Mm -hmm. it is intentionally flexible it is intentionally elastic it is intentionally not dogmatic and codified in a book because once you do that you now become a vessel Mm. instead of a conduit Ooh, bring it home you better Mm. bring it home (laughs) yeah you better bring it home Come on. If I had if I had up. my DJ equipment, I'd do the horn. Me, 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 me. <laughs> I got my rasulu. I'm gonna Listen. add that. I'm adding it in post-production. I don't care what nobody say. You you gotta <laughs> yes. go, please. You must. You know, yes. that's that hood stuff. We need that. Come yes, on. Sir. That's calling. Yes, call them. Call on the energies. Call on that conduit, right? Yeah. Because you try to lock this knowledge down. And try to say this is the only way when even the ancestors never said it was the only way. Even now, even in ancient times, you go to Ijebu, where I was initiated. You go to Abiokuta, where Titi was initiated. You go to Oshun State. You go to Oyo. You're going to find four different ways of doing things, mm-hmm. even in Yoruba land. You're going to find four different ways of conducting ceremony. You're going to find four different ways mm-hmm. that Arisha could even look as their shrines are constructed, mm-hmm. right? So understand African spirituality is not dogmatic. It is mm-hmm. not about locking things down and saying, this is the final answer. There's never a final answer. That's why continuous revelation through pro- possession and divination are core parts of our spirituality. Mm-hmm. continuous revelation not just what one book or set of information says continuous absolutely so i just want us to take that with us especially those of us who practice african spirituality to really embrace and celebrate its fluidity absolutely embrace and celebrate the ways in which we can develop new ways to engage that are beneficial to us in the time and space in which we're existing now. This is why I love Orisha hip hop. I love all the music that's coming out. Richard Raw, you know, all these other folks who are doing Orisha music. 
um, um, Oshun, of course, who are my favorites. Absolutely. You know, all of these young folks bringing mm-hmm. this out in a new way, in a modern way. Bring, bring some way more names just in case people are listening and maybe aren't familiar and want to look up. Oh, yeah. You have Brother uh, Wolfhawk Jaguar. Yes, yes, he, yes. Doing we, his thing. Doing it. We've got um, his wife, uh, Oshun Femi Wambi and Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Definitely check out that warrior woman and that Absolutely. goddess gang. Um, Sarok, the MC. Sarok, shout out to Sarok. Come on, I need me one of them Goddess Gang T-shirts. That's yes. my next one of my next sister me purchases. Too. <laughs> we me gotta too. have that. Got um, to. Carrie J, who's a young sister out mm-hmm. of Sacramento, who's doing her thing. You got her new video called "Do Your Thing" on um, YouTube, filmed in Ghana. Yes, beautiful sister. These youth, yo, come on now, Listen. y'all. Anybody? Some can't nobody say nothing to me. You you listen to Sampa the Great? Oh yes, Sampa the Great for sure. From Zan- holding yes. down Zambia, just it's it's yes, yes. all this, from all over, yes. all over. There's so many things. Just you know, step outside and Jadena, come on, talking about come to the mainstream. That new album, what? Come yeah. on, that's my tribe. That whole mentality. Those is my peoples. Come mm-hmm. on. This my peoples. Let's get it together. Yes. Inspired a whole little social media movement. So, you know, we have to be open to the evolution because understand evolution is the very character of our ancestors. Mm-hmm. They was never content to just stop here and just do this. It was always bigger and better. It was always with that eye to uplifting the community and, and just you know, celebrating ourselves, understanding the precarity that is life Mm -hmm. and understanding that if we get to live one more day, one more minute, one more hour, that is a blessing. Mm. That's why Africans, black people, we can laugh even in the midst of the most, you know, we make jokes out of everything Mm -hmm. because we understand that that's life. That's a part of how we deal with the reality of life. We don't Mm -hmm. delude ourselves. Yeah. We joke about it. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, that's how it is. And we can laugh about it and accept that's part of our way, again, psychological integration of accepting things mm-hmm. that we cannot change. We joke about them. We, you know, we remix them to take away their power. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we have to understand the power that we have as Black folks and the ways that we are using all of this. Right? Yeah. It's all coming together. This is for all of us. We are all men. You know, my... Hoodoo ancestors have been so strong lately. They like, listen, we the Nigerian stuff is cool. The Orisha stuff is cool. But don't forget about us right here. Your Mande, your Fon, your Guinea, those other folks who were here and the, the lineages and the things that were developed here. Yeah. The use I had been trying to excise my practice of, you know, my some spiritual practice of the 23rd Psalm and some of these other um incantations and the ancestors was like you better not Mm. you better not because those understand that by saying those words we connect with them because those are words that That they they said said, that they said Mm, Mm -hmm. come on now you know i'm in my shrine room so yeah yeah those are words that they said right Mm. when we say that lord's prayer whether we're christian or not and and listen to what's being said in the prayer Mm -hmm. our father calling on God alone who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread we're praying for sustenance come on Mm -hmm. now 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Forgive us because we all have done things. It's not repentance. I don't believe in that concept of sin, but I do believe in the concept of doing things that you know wasn't right. That's mm -hmm. just it. That go against your own Orian consciousness. It's not about a list of bad behaviors. It's did you do something that you and your heart and mind know was not right? Forgive yourself for that, right? And and just admit, I know it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, what? Forgive those who have done those things to you. Lead us not into temptation. Lead us not towards the things that we know in our own hearts and minds are incorrect. Mm -hmm. Right? Speak on. But deliver us from those things. Because there is nothing but God, thine kingdom, power, glory, forever and ever. Amen. Right? Understand there is nothing in there that is antithetical to African spirituality. It, it is African spirituality if we really listen to what we're saying. Mm, mm, mm. I love that. I love that. I love that. And, you know, we don't, you know, we should not have a hierarchy on our ancestors. Mm. You know, there's, there's no hierarchy. The ones who were in the continent, if you're from one of the lineages who was here, you know, prior to the slave trade, they're not above or below anybody and that's right. why it's so important when people are wanting to know more information people at least people who are who have integrity and are really trying to uh you know help guide you in the right direction they'll always tell you to go to your personal ancestors before you go First. to any other type of energy that First. is the primary connection first these are the connections that you are genetically similar to first first genetically similar to you your nose is not yours mm. it's somebody else's your eye color how you're shaped how you speak how you think sometimes yes you know there's reasons that they had the names babatunde you know what I mean? Baba has returned. Yes. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So, this is why it's so important for you to develop that, get into your family history. I made a post the other day that, you know, if you haven't taken the time to really delve into your family history, now's a good time to start because this yes. conversation regarding reparations is happening and. You know, people always say, you know, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen, never going to happen. Well, it's the first time in my life where I have seen a, a consistent conversation in dialogue happening outside of just our personal homes. Mm -hmm. These are conversations that are happening in places where laws get made and, and things get They're passed. They're here right in California. The bill I saw I was passed. I saw come on I saw. Listen, these ancestors is like babies listen again this a message of old Bealara. don't let any past circumstance let you have limitations on what can happen in the mm -hmm. future don't let no past 
failures determine mm-hmm. what can happen now don't mm-hmm. let the fact that things and i won't even say failures but that it didn't turn out exactly the way you might have thought it should have right at the time that you thought it should have everything in its time we wasn't ready it's like when Pac said back then and then it, it it irked me because people kept saying it coming forward when he said we ain't ready to see a black president well he said that in 1992 right he didn't say that in 2008 at right. that moment we might not have been ready. Mm -hmm. He was ready when it happened. Mm -hmm. And at the moment that we were asking for reparations and that we were doing these different things, it might not have been the moment because what would we have done with it? Mm -hmm. If Dave Chappelle skit, right? As we come, what would have happened to it? Right. But we're in a moment now where, okay, if folks get it now, right? What are they going to do with it? Right. Right. When in this moment, when black business and in this moment where everybody's looking to build and grow and da da da, look, black folks get it now. We're going to have cities and towns and everything else. Right. Because the consciousness is different. The moment is different. The timing is different. That's why when we do divination any five, that reading isn't for your whole, you know, except for the one, you know, right. there's certain readings that you get that are for your whole life. But when you get a standard divination, there's a time, mm-hmm. there's a window. Where it's saying, look, right now, these are the circumstances and these are the things that you should be doing right now. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean forever, right? So time, we have to respect time and understand that things take time. They shift, they grow. You know, it took many years for me to get where I am. You know, it took, even as I was looking at Ashe Ray, you know, I'm a crier. I was crying and just giving thanks and so grateful. I said, how did I know in 2008 when I got the 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 edict to go to Nigeria to be initiated and I had been and I'll share that I had been working with a spiritual elder here in the states shout out to Ia Gloria Rodriguez and to her spirit and her ori she was my first teacher and ultimately spirit led me to move in another direction and you know we handled it ethically and beautifully between us we still have a beautiful connection because real true elders with integrity real true elders with integrity mm-hmm. will never try to lock you down will never try to lock you up will never mm-hmm. try to hold you and say you can't go here or there that's not our way either mm-hmm. right it, traditionally we sent our children to the places they needed to go to learn things mm-hmm. if they need obatala we would send them to the obatala people to learn mm-hmm. we would send them to the ifa people to the oshun people to the oya people right to learn so this idea of locking somebody down and saying oh you can only learn from me and only that's not african right but i'm sharing this because i know that many people have this experience that they will start in one place and then spirit will move you somewhere else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's important to respect that process, to respect the process as far as embracing the change Mm -hmm. and also to respect it on that ethical level of actually coming to that elder and saying, right? Because African culture is all about truth and reconciliation talk everything out, even if it's going to be an argument. We talk it out. We're going to talk. Right? So you have to come and say, listen, this is the way I'm being led. Here's what my Ori is leading me to do. Thank you for everything that you have given to me. And now it's time that I need to move forward. Mm-hmm. And now 
if they react different to that, that's on them. But the point is that we have to have that integrity to do that. Absolutely. Right? And to also respect our own processes mm-hmm. of where we need to move, of how long things take, of the work that it takes to put in. Speak on. Of the step by step. It's bit by bit that we eat the head of the rat. It is bit by bit that we eat the fish. So we have to just, you know, as we, I know are, are beginning to draw towards a close, just take everything step by step. Take everything step by step. Remember that the first step, as uh, the late great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King said, faith is taking the first step, even when you can't see the rest of the staircase. Mm -hmm. And there'll be many times that we are going to be called on to start walking up steps that look like they're leading into the darkness or into the clouds or somewhere that we can't see. But take the steps. Take Take the steps. Take that step. Because had I not... Mm. You know, we talk about how fulfilling our destiny yeah. because we understand that we're intertwined, right? Fulfilling yeah. our destiny absolutely in turn enables others to fulfill theirs. Yeah. So had I not taken the steps I'd take, my godchildren and the other people who learned from me, the Akekos and the, the students at the community, none of those people would have the things that they're supposed to have that I'm giving to them. Now, they so might have found another way. Right. Of course, I'm not the only, you know, if I says it's a miserable rat who only has one hole to go into. So, no, I'm not the only way. But, but there's a way in which each of us has a role to fulfill. And the, the more we walk in our truth, in our destiny, mm-hmm. had Titi not followed whatever directive she got to be, start producing and making beats and really go into sound engineering and and all of that we wouldn't have been able to do this project absolutely so listen and walk and know that it may not be immediately obvious why you're picking up a skill when i was in computer programming school did i know i would eventually be building my own websites and doing my own databases and all of that hello right for a totally different purpose for the ministry that's true i was a little kid collecting vinyl Mm, come on I didn't know why I didn't know I wanted to DJ or produce mm. or do sound stuff you know right. I was in the band and in the orchestra not to learn how to play the trumpet but to expose me to musical information right right for right. things like this it wasn't my mm. destiny to be Dizzy Gillespie I love to play trumpet but it wasn't my destiny to do that I needed the trumpet for the information that it gave me to be in those type of settings to be able to do what I'm doing now. Mm, mm. Come on. See, you preaching to me you right see? now. You're preaching. You You're see? preaching. Yes. You I wasn't see? supposed to be a computer programmer sitting in know. nobody's cubicle. I'm supposed to be out here talking to the people. Listen. But those skills helped me to be able to do that, especially right now. Come on, look at this climate when everything is going online and all of that. And now I can be, again, a conduit. Now Mm -hmm. I I also, I'll put out there for anybody who may need this service that I do consulting on digital pedagogy and on on, uh, putting together digital events. I love it. So, you know, because that is something that has been something that I've done for a long time, cultivating digital spaces. Um, And so now that it's become a necessity, I'm able to offer that to the community. So please do, you know, reach out. Reach out for that. that. Listen, 
she's gonna downplay it a little bit but speaking of online digital events she briefly (laughs) talked about her uh you know her african diasporic you know religious studies organization but through that organization she just put on a conference that normally happens every year excuse me in a physical space but because of everything again elasticity being flexible being in the flow she had to adjust and take it from a live situation that's at a university and there's a lot of components with scholarships with speakers coming in I mean the logistics of having these type of conferences people don't understand what it is to put something on like this it's a logistical nightmare literally now the end result is always a beautiful thing but I digress so she put this on but and had to move it into the digital space and I was only able to pop in and out for a few um of of the talks and the sessions but uh you know what I was able to be present for and also reading everybody's responses to the to the to the courses um that I wasn't present at it was a powerful beautiful event um and with with information love scholarship showcasing artistry and and how many people were in attendance just overall (laughs) throw that number on there (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean, since Go. you went, uh, um, we had over 700 registrations. We had close to 500 people on Zoom at one time. I have folks saying, I didn't even know you could have that many people in a Zoom. Like, what, 478 people in a Zoom room? Yes. Yes. There, I mean... First of all, if you listening and you were there, I'm just sending you heart energy because Mm -hmm. the way the community showed up and showed out, the way that spirit made the way for those who might not have been able to attend in person to be there digitally, Mm -hmm. the way the information and the messages, and let me tell y'all again, this is spirit because when the quarantine began and when the cancellations began to happen, I came to my shrine. I don't do anything without asking, especially big things. Cause I don't want to lean, you know, lean not on your own understanding. The Ifa says the same thing, right? So say, okay, I'm gonna read this. Says, should I just cancel the conference? Definitive no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Okay. I said, well, can we just do the one day of the conference presentations? No. I said, okay, all right. So we do the conference, we do the film festival, and is that Boda? No. I said, well, what you mean, no? Well, there was supposed to be a third day of activity, and they wanted the whole conference to happen just as it would have happened in person. That is what they directed me to do. So Friday, we had a full day of panel discussions. Saturday, we had a film festival. Sunday, we had a tour and a surprise concert by Oshun, my faves, all on Zoom, Mm. all beautifully well attended, um, we had Ialode Yeyefini sing a song from her CD, which was released at our conference in person last year. The community just showed out, mm. just showed out. And in fact, 
it was from that that the idea for the community really um was cemented because mm -hmm. the community responded so beautifully and was so open i mean that's just the beautiful part you know people talk again i don't know these people who don't support each other i don't know these people who are crabby and who i don't know them i don't, I don't know i know black folks who love each other mm -hmm. who support me and Ashe mm -hmm. Ray and yeah. ADRSA in ways that are just mind-blowing. And so, you know, I just, again, I just want to encourage us to understand the power that we have. All we got to do is just come together. You know, mm -hmm. that that's what's so beautiful. The scholars came, the community came, the artists. We had our featured artist, Stephen Hamilton. Oh, listen, listen y'all. If y'all don't know... Brother Stephen Hamilton's work, Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Listen, please look it up immediately. He has a project. He has a, a work called the Etan, Etan Project. The Etan Project. A comic, a graphic novel that tells the stories yeah. of Ifa. I'm tempted oh, to go grab mine right now. Come on. We got to show the people. I'm mine so, is nearby, too. One of us got to. I think listen. I feel like one of us got to show it. Hold you on. Want let me to get mine if you want to get it. Uh... Mm. I'm trying to think. Let me go get it. Okay, you get it. I'm going to tell you all while she's getting it. That what you're about to see, you're not even ready for because this is a graphic novel where each panel is hand-painted. So you're good, what you're going to see is actually hand-painted paintings that have been photographed and digitized. Many of these paintings were painted on fabric that the artist dyed himself okay indigo fabric that he made the dye dyed the cloth in some cases weaves the ashoke or weaves the cloth and then paints on it and then photographs right so this is incredible artistry that we uh showcased and that is just so amazing and we encourage you to check it out um, all of the artists who are in the community and understand that art and creation is a big part of our epistemology as Africans. Mm -hmm. Don't think when people say that our cultures were oral, no, 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 no. That's incomplete. In my book, that's soon to come out. What you're going to read is that we are not oral. We are VOK. We are V-O-A-K, which is visual, oral, aural, and kinesthetic that is our epistemology four prongs four pillars that's kind of hot right there i feel like that needs to be a new thing maybe we can get some shirts that say invoke i-n-v-o-a-k yo come on listen that's why we could collaborate collaborate collaboration hey we can't help ourselves we just need this collaborate excuse me Excuse. visual oral aural kinesthetic we see it we say it we hear it we move it that is why we gotta talk like this and do like that and all of this right that's why that's how we do that's our epistemology come on come on come on y'all y'all so the artists oh my god ah, ah. hand painted each page 
Come on, telling the story. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even. I need any page. I mean, any page is like ah. ah any page. Out. I'm trying to find the real. Like, every time I turn the page, it's just beautiful. Oh, this beautiful. the one. This the one. This the one. Just that's the one. You know, I'm just gonna stop playing. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put the picture Ooh, up. That Sean go right there. I seen that Sean go. Look at ah. Hey. Just look at it. Come on. Ah, beauty. Ah, so beauty. beauty. The beauty. women pounding the yam. Hey, it is women who pound the yam. It is women who make life smooth. If I says that, it's women See. who pound. The mm. Ogun concept. Hey, Ogumoye. Ogumoye. Beautiful. Yes, embodying our energy. Come on, that's visual language right there. Come on. That's, that's a visual. part of the visual. A part of the visual. Yes. That is the visual. That is the kinesthetic to the movement. Mm -hmm. And then that the is oral cool. is in here too because it's this That's is a story. Right. The words. Come on. And then the hearing, because we say things and we hear them, right? We vibrate each other's eardrums. Understand, me and TT, we are touching you physically right now. You ain't even know we could do that. Listen. Touching you, your eardrums are vibrating from our vocal vibrations. You know how powerful that is. Come on, say hey, this technology is pure juju. It's hey, pure juju. Hey, juju. Hey, juju need. Juju need. Juju need. Hey. <laughs> hey. Ah. Yo, we be having too much fun. Oh God, beautiful. Come on, look at the beads, the hand paint, like the detail. Etan. Yeah, check that out. You need that. You need that. I appreciate just the beautiful craftsmanship and beautifulness and the research and just the attention to detail. His his artist, his artistic just how 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 I, he's being a conduit. That's all yeah, I can really say. Spiritual technology, right? This is he is invoking and bringing back and understand mm -hmm. again. When we talk about our spiritual practices and who we are going to be in our communities, mm -hmm. not everybody is a diviner. Not everybody is meant to do, <laughs> right? Really? Not everybody is the spiritual counselor of the community. Not Speak everybody is a singer and a dancer. We each have a role. That is what is so beautiful. That is why there are 256 or do with even more levels of specification to each one. Mm -hmm. It talks about our individual energies and we need everybody who does everything. Mm -hmm. Without leaves and plants, there's no Orisha. So we need the agriculturalists. We need the farmers. Everything that we feed to the Orisha is food that we eat. So the farmer gotta be, he can't be sitting on the mat divining when he's supposed to be growing food. Hello. Come on. We gotta have the art, the ones who us craft our spiritual technologies that we use as a conduit for spirit. He can't be sitting down doing something else when this is what spirit brought for him. We He's have the ones that make the medicine. The person that grow the med the, the plants may not be the same one that makes the medicine. Mm -hmm. Right? You learn the plants now and you make the medicines. That might be your job. Right? The Akpon, shout out to uh Iyama Loriwa, right? Yeah, the sacred singers, right? They are the ones who are meant to bring that particular ashe. The omo ayam, the drummers, they bring another type of ashe. The ones that stand in front of the drum and dance, 
we bring another ashe. Mm -hmm. So understand, this is not about everybody becoming a babala or ianifa and sitting on the mat. We got work to do. We got work to do. Even me, mm -hmm. understand the reason why I still read the way that I read, that I learned to read as a teenager. I read tarot and I read, I do hoodoo spiritual readings. I don't read ifa because that's not my duty on this earth. Mm -hmm. And they told me, you don't have time to sit here and learn this as thoroughly as you would need to learn it to really go in. So we want you to use the tools that you have. We want you to use the tools that you have. And so again, don't get me twisted here. I'm not saying, <laughs> cause I don't want nobody to be twisted. I'm not saying that we are using tarot cards for Ifa ceremonies or anything like that. I am not saying that there, nothing like that. I am saying that I, as an individual, happened to be a crossroads whereby I had this skill of reading tarot. And then I came into union with the Orisha and they helped me to do that better, right? Those two systems are not connected. So don't, you know, if you if you go to, to get an Arisha ceremony and somebody pulls some cards out, you better be looking at them crazy. <laughs> okay? Please, Let's I be bet. clear what I'm saying. Let's be very clear. Be very clear. But I'm saying that all of these modes can still exist because ultimately they're tapping into what? Universal knowledge, mm -hmm. universal paradigms. Ifa is tapping the same universal paradigms that I Ching is tapping, that Tarot is tapping, that uh, intuition is tapping, that the ancestors are tapping. They are all tapping the same universal pool of mm -hmm. knowledge. They are just mm -hmm. expressing it differently. Yeah, so listen, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, clearly... Me, Funlayo and I can really talk all day. All day. <laughs> she's not just an esteemed guest on TT Talk. She's also my friend. You know, my sister. You my know what I'm saying? We we have we have sats barefoot in lapas, in yes, rap, in our rapa. Just rapas. She is my. Just talk underneath hey, the talk arm. It. Just ah. my rapa sister. Okay? <laughs> yes, now. Yes, now. Hey, the sisterhood of the... There's a difference between the friend that you greet on the street and the friend that enters your home. Eh. So, Titi is Ore Ile. She is the friend that enters my home. My home girl. She's, has, she's one of the few who has actually entered this home, right? This one in Cali. So, you know, we just, uh, we lift you up. And she came all the way out here to see a player. You listen, know? listen. Let me listen, tell you. Listen, homegirl. Homegirl. I just caught you. You just caught that. The retention, well, right? I love, yo, this is why I love us. This is why I love Black vernacular English. This is why I love our Ebonics. This is why I love how we express because look at all the, the come on. Look at the epistemologies that we have retained. Even when we say, you better ask about me. You know, that's one of my favorite sayings. Why? Because the witness, come on, that can I get a witness? You can't ask nobody about them. You ask me about me, I'm of course I'm gonna say I'm great. You gotta ask a witness. You gotta ask somebody else to tell you about me. Orumila, 
is Eleri Iping. He is the witness to the selection of our destiny. So this concept of the witness comes through, right? Homegirl, somebody who been in my house. Listen. That's different than somebody. Because everybody don't come to the house. Everybody, everybody don't come, don't come, everybody to, come the to the house. But guess what? Right where we are, right where this mic is, this is actually where like Funlayo recorded the album. Literally. Literally. Home girl. Home girl. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That's another t-shirt right there. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have a whole line by the end of it. Collaboration. Collaboration. Hey. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Listen, y'all. <laughs> We could talk all day. I know y'all are going to love this uh, content, this energy, this episode. I know you're, you're following and your listeners are going to enjoy it. My followers and listeners are going to enjoy it. And we hope that y'all will join forces. We want, we want this to be a big, beautiful collaboration. Share, share, share. Uh, make sure you look out for our project, uh, Orisha Focal Meditation Volume 1 or with Iapunlayo. Yes. And... Um, Give them a rundown of your social media so that people want to follow you and check you out, your sites, all of that. I want to make sure that everybody can get in contact uh, with you. I actually refer a lot of people to Sister Funlayo uh, for spiritual reasons. For Anytime people be like, what should I do? Where should I go? I usually will give Ia Funlayo's information first just because she's a wealth of knowledge. She's adept. She has integrity and she's not out here trying to hustle for, for followers and students. You know what I mean? If you're meant to be with her and, and cultivate your, your knowledge with her, you will be. And if you're meant for somebody else, she will beautifully guide you to where you need to go. So she's going to leave you some of her information, her social media, so that you can reach out, get in touch with her, look up her content, and uh, hopefully join the Sunday call as well. And you can talk about that too. But go ahead. I'm going to let you do your thing. Yeah. First of all, TT, TT, TT. I just got to say thank you always. You know, more grease to your elbow. Thank you for the work that you do, providing a platform, you know, creating space for us to be able to come together as friends as collaborators as everything that we are and just you know I just pray for you to continue for a long time to come to uplift that that you be uplifted by everything that you do we just Thank give you. thanks and praise for you following your uh, sure. always 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 I am always available at my online home asheiray.com you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm Iyafunlayo there, I-Y-A-F-U-N-L-A-Y-O. And I am also on um, on Facebook. You can follow Ashe Iray as well. Um, we have the Ashe Iray family group that you can join. Mm -hmm. We're all about creating community. Yeah. So we just yeah. invite you to join us. And then, yes, every Sunday morning. You know, I am the child of pastors. So <laughs> these Arisha and the spirits about two years ago, I was really praying and meditating on what the community needed because I had been given a lot of lectures and talks and kind of traveling and doing things. And I, I really want, I said, something's missing still. I, I can't put my finger on it. But what does the community need? And what spirit brought to me was that we need weekly worship together there's a reason why communities come together just to worship 
not for an initiation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not for any purpose other than to be together and yeah. to worship together. So yeah. you are absolutely invited yeah. every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. The info is at asheiray.com. We take trips around the world um, to various locations as mm-hmm. well to do spiritual work. Yeah. Nigeria, Peru, Cuba, all of it is is on the website. So we just invite you to join. I'm also on YouTube, asheiray on YouTube. Just please, you know, as I always say, they make me make all of this medicine and I just encourage you to use whatever parts of it resonate with your spirit mm, mm, mm. y'all heard it there you make sure you follow me at TT Talks T-I-T-I Talks on IG at Miss M-S-T-T Talks on Twitter TT underscore Talks on TikTok yeah don't stop I'm also on Facebook. You can join the TT Talks Facebook group. We be in there sharing information and giggling and being a little bit ridiculous, but having good education. I appreciate the TT Talks because I can't be Iafunlayo all the time. No. I got to be Fifi from the block we, every once listen, in a while. She got to be <laughs> Fifi from Harlem World. She got to be Goldilocks. She got, you know what I mean? Got to be Goldilocks. <laughs> bring it out the goatee <laughs> listen so yes join the tt talks group there's a lot of good edutainment in there but we also giggle and have some good uh fun um and and in sharing of the information yes. it's easy to find me tttalks.com make sure that you are uh uh looking out for the podcast uh i'm starting up a new season season three so iafumayo is going to be yes. in our new third season we are moving into year uh four of tt talks um so this is uh this is beautiful 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 um or coming up is it it, yes it will be year four at the end of the year so we're about three three and a half right now so that is beautiful i'm excited make sure you subscribe to the podcast make sure you're following iafun layo uh make sure you listen to our project Get your mind right and make sure that you share it with your family and friends. Leave reviews for it um, and, and and just make sure that you're circulating it. We, we need all the support because we want to make sure that it is touching as many minds and hearts as, as you know, as spirit will allow. Um, you know, we, as she said earlier, we had an intention behind this um, yeah. as, a, as a healing modality, as something that can be used that you incorporate with all of the other healing modalities that you do whether you're doing yeah. it with your prayer meditations and your petitions and your 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 ebba and your sacrifices candles. and and your candles and your fasting and your meditating and your manifesting and your then your vision boarding and and you just throw all of this and you, with your yoga and your exercise and your drumming and your dance and everything all of your chanting your odu chanting everything Come on, you're gonna be floating up to the ceiling. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, any closing words? You have anything you wanna say? Just give thanks. Mm-hmm. Just give thanks. Ifa says we should always be grateful mm. for all of the blessings. And so I just want us to remember that there are 400 plus one Irumole to the right, and there are 200 plus one Adjogun to the left, which means that the forces of good always and forever outnumber the forces of evil and destruction. Mm. So let us always remember that. Let us always feel encouraged and let us always keep and cultivate our ori 
We cannot get any blessing without our ori. So please continue to cultivate your ori. Do your prayer, do your meditation, open yourself up, become a conduit for all that is meant to flow through you. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for joining me on TT Talks. Y'all thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, I'll catch everybody on the internet. Make sure you keep doing the most. You didn't come here to do the least. Me and my sister did not come here to do the least. Never. We will never do the least as long as we are on this planet. We will do the most. We will jollificate the most. We will make the most money. We will love the most. We will do the most. So iba a shoe. So. Yes, sir. Peace, family. Peace, Thank you so much for rocking with me and Sister Fun Layo. Telling you such a wonderful spirited conversation. Uh, make sure you check out our project. It's titled Orisha Focal Meditation with Iafunlayo Volume 1. This project was brilliantly narrated by Iafunlayo and produced by yours truly. Let EI and I take you on a guided meditation journey into nature and yourself with Orisha Focal Meditation. The complete project can be purchased here at www.iafunlayo.bandcamp.com forward slash releases. It also can be found on the TT Talks link tree as well as asheire.com. We're going to begin by taking eight deep cleansing breaths in through our nose and out through our mouth. As we take these breaths, we're going to allow all imagery to fade out of our mind's eye. To become paler and paler, fainter and fainter, until we're left with a brilliant white in our mind's eye. Let us hold this white for just a few moments as we continue to breathe deeply. In through our nose and out through our mouth. As we continue to breathe, a scene begins to emerge in our mind's eye. You are standing in the valley of a tall hill. Take a moment to allow the hill to rise. How tall is it? Is there grass or is it dirt only? Are there flowers? Are there animals? 
Take note of everything that you see around you as you continue to breathe deeply. After a few moments of surveying your surroundings, you begin to walk up the hill, slowly, deliberately, one step at a time, one foot in front of the other, walking, climbing, walking, climbing. As you move higher, you take a moment to look back and survey the land from the height you've now reached. Make note of the surroundings. What do you see from your new vantage point? After a few moments, you continue to climb, walking up, one foot in front of the other, walking, climbing. It's getting a bit difficult, but you continue. You feel your body growing tired but you continue one foot in front of the other, walking and climbing. And finally, just when you feel your body can't take another step, you make the final step 
onto the top of the hill. Stand and look around. What can you see now? How does the valley look from the top of the hill? You remove your shoes and allow yourself a few moments to feel your feet on the earth. You then lay down on top of the hill, on your back, looking up at the sky. Take note of the sky. Is it blue? Are there clouds? How does it look to you? As you watch the sky and feel your body supported by the earth, fainter and fainter, paler and paler, until you are left with a brilliant white once again in your mind's eye. Hold this white in your mind's eye as you take eight more deep cleansing breaths. In through your nose and out through your mouth. When you're ready, open your eyes and take a few moments to journal about the images you saw during this meditation. <laughs> 